Yo, bring it back. Here's what you've missed on the bright side. Hope you're enjoying this one from Take That. Pray, and just want to share this from Will. He says, oh, this is the first song, and I became a fan of Take That. And he says, you know, your show should be named The Bright Side Time Machine. <laughs> I love that. Yes, Will. That's from Will. Our unofficial traffic reported there. I'll tell you who else was enjoying it. Yes. Our happiness scientist was swaying hey. away. Oh, that's yes. true. I love this song as well. <laughs> Welcome back to the studio, Sha'an. Thank you. In for our weekly chat on how to be happy. She is Singapore's number one best-selling author, a two-time TEDx speaker, founder of the Happiness Scientist. In fact, she is the first happiness scientist here in Singapore. Yeah. And we're always so proud and so honoured that you make time for us on a Monday morning, you know, oh, put us all in happy a, to come here. Yeah, it's <laughs> nice to be to have professional help, you know, putting us in the right frame of mind to tackle all the issues that we have to face on a day to day basis. And uh, this week, we're talking about dealing with work stress. Before we get into this stressful conversation, Sean, <laughs> just want to ask you very quickly what was your favorite food after school? Oh, that's been a topic of conversation. Oh yeah, God. don't oh. stress her out. <laughs> to think. Oh, now I remember we'll buy these uh, soya sauce chicken wings. Oh. Oh, yes. Was that, yeah. was that uh, at school? the school itself or yeah. when you got we home? We were buying in the school canteen and uh, we snuggled it home because it's so yummy. Yeah, it was yeah. good. It was, uh, I think, 40 cents or 50 yeah. cents. The lady would fry it on the spot. It was so hot, it would melt the plastic bag. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. That was, was the, 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 the braised one. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, how yeah, she yeah, would oh, yeah, it. Was so it was good. Like, just hold that you know what the problem is? You shouldn't have to hide it. You should have bought one piece for your mom. <laughs> then it's okay. <laughs> Thanks, Shazad. Why you bring all these home? I'm very stressed now because I can't get chicken right now. Just as well. So we've got Sha'an here to advise you. Okay, on... touche. So, <laughs> Sha'an, on a slightly more serious note now. Oh, yes. Workplace stress, how common is it in Singapore? Um, I would say that almost everyone experiences some kind of stress, but I think it's distinguishing the different kinds of stress that we experience, mm. right? Some stress is chronic, meaning it's like your screensaver mode. It's always kind of in the background. Sure. Mm. And, and that's actually quite harmful. And then there's like acute stress, uh-huh. which is like, you know, there's a deadline, there's yeah. several deadlines, and you're like, ah, I want to pull out your hair. And then there's good stress. Right. Oh. Have you ever heard oh, of good, good stress? stress? You, oh. Good yeah. stress is what psychologists call you stress, which is actually the kind of stress that puts you and to flow which we talked about before you know like there's a bit of challenge you know you have the requisite abilities to meet it and that's actually pretty good because it helps you to grow it motivates you to get stuff done and to do it you know that it's within your abilities you're like okay yes I'm going to push myself Mm. but if it's way too much then you you know it goes beyond that and you feel overwhelmed I kind of like good stress I kind of thrive on it Mm. I I like I, I think I subconsciously put myself into those situations to because it activates like for example exams I never used to mug for Months and months and months. I'd like to leave it to the last minute. <laughs> Just admit it, Shazad. You're about a procrastinator. <laughs> I don't tell my son, don't I don't tell my sons that at all. But I, I'm just, you know, saying on national radio. But yeah, I just prefer. I guess the best out of me. <laughs> Can I ask you this? Is there a difference between stress and anxiety? Yes, I mean stress in the moment is something. The symptoms that show up as like sweaty palms, you know, thumping heart. Those things uh, come, and then when the stressor is gone. Um, then the stress reduces. That's normal, right? Mm. So let's say uh, somebody boasts, burst 10,000 balloons and you bah, you know, you got stress. But then anxiety is, after that incident is over, you still feel it. Mm. What it's are some like examples you can't at the workplace? At the workplace. So like at the workplace, you can have anxiety over presentations with your boss. Mm-hmm. You can have anxiety over not being able to complete your work on time. And anxiety means that even after you've finished whatever you needed to do, that stress still lingers. All the mm. symptoms are still there. Ooh. That means the stressor is gone, 
but the stress lingers. Oh dear. Right? Whereas in normal circumstances, the stress comes. And it goes. And then it goes. Yeah. Right? And then you come back to normal, mm. right? Yeah, so, you are able to go about your normal functioning. So anxiety is when that stress lingers. Yes. It's when it lingers and it affects you from being able to do other things. What as should well. you do if you find yourself in that situation? Well, first thing is you need to acknowledge that it's persistent and it's there. Right, and of course, you know, learning how to self-soothe or self-regulate is really important. Whether that means uh, deep breathing, uh, articulating it, um, you know, some cognitive exercise to reframe what this means to you. But of course, if it is a mental health issue and there are mm-hmm. some diagnosable uh, symptoms, then you know, seeking existing uh, external help would be really good. Mm, that's great. Yeah. Learning so much already in the first five minutes of our <laughs> chat. Yes. Uh, you know, reframing a difficult or stressful situation can somehow somehow cause us to perceive it differently. Right, that's yes, important. Yes. All right, now the chat continues on Facebook. Do join us there. It's facebook.com slash 1FM91.3. And uh, back with more of Shan in just a bit. Shan, can you tell us how common is workplace workplace stress here yeah, in Singapore? I mean, I guess 80% of people will experience some kind of workplace. 80%? Yes, yes. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's high. Yeah, some kind of workplace stress, right? Whether it's acute, whether it's chronic. You know, whether it's some people actually get very distressed by work and that's what perhaps could lead to, you know, some kind of breakdown or even mm. burnout at work. Mm. Yeah, and then would say like when it's quite severe, we say 25% may oh, wow. be in a bit more of a severe state, meaning that they may need some kind of... Uh, Therapy. therapy or even some on medication. Oh wow! Right, because there is medication for anxiety. There is, oh, for anxiety. Yes, I for, for stress. Anxiety. If I take it, then my work gets done by itself. <laughs> <laughs> there seems to be a lot more intervention happening. You know, companies are coming forward with helplines and yes. all that. Do you think yes. enough is being done to help employees deal with workplace stress, wow, or is it being addressed and talked about <laughs> enough? Um, I would say that post-pandemic, uh, companies are doing more. Um, and during pandemic, obviously, it was at the height of everything. And so there was a lot of support. Is it enough? I would say it depends from company to company. Some are really going all out. So some of the clients I work with really have support across all levels. Individual sure. level, community level, within the structures, in reporting. Um, not just like, oh, that's one of yoga day, that kind of thing. But something that's more extensive. Yeah. And there are some that's still going through the tick in the box. Okay, oh, October is Mental Health Awareness Month. So let's, let's do, do something. something and let's hope it lasts for the whole year <laughs> yeah right so I, I think that's that is definitely still around but I would say more companies are moving towards a little bit more extensive coverage but I think we're all in agreement that the the awareness at least from the company's perspective yes. generally is there and I, I think yes. as you say maybe the COVID-19 pandemic has helped hasten that right definitely definitely I think all of this was brewing in the background and then with COVID it kind of lifted the lid and like oh you know it's here Let's deal with it. Let's not run away with it. Let's meet it head on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the the truth is, of course, it is not a simple matter. Meaning that, you know, doing one-off things is easy, but thinking of a sustainable solution is often quite challenging because it is resource intensive and not everybody appreciates it the same way. Ah. Yeah. Sharon is the gift that keeps on giving Mm. because not only (laughs) is she giving us these really, you know, bringing us the awareness about you know workplace-related stress and how to deal with it. You also have an e-book to share with everyone on stress. Yes. Can you tell us about that, where we can find it, and what uh, more about this e-book? Yes, yes. so this e-book was uh, created because I just have so many requests, people asking me, hey, Shan, do you run stress management workshops because the pace of change is just so crazy? And so, yeah, I mean, we created it talking about what are some symptoms you can look out for. And it's mm-hmm. like a workbook, mm-hmm. meaning you can journal your 
answers in it, ah. right? So that you can become more aware. Oh, I have this, and then of course there are strategies oh, good, that good. we recommend. Yeah, and you can get it on uh, Bitly.com. Stress MGMT Management for short. That's great. Do you know Two what kids. is the com- most common kind of workplace stress? Is it something with colleagues, your your task at hand, oh. bosses? What is the most common one that keeps surfacing? I think there are a few that keep surfacing. Definitely, your your boss has the most immediate impact on your well-being in the office and also your stress levels. Mm. So if you have someone who is your supervisor and you can't get along with them, that is definitely going to be a huge contributor to your stress. And then, of course, colleagues, depending on the attitude towards them, like if they have disrespectful behavior mm. or they leave you out, exclude you, then that is definitely going to contribute to mm. stress. And then, of course, deadlines are overwhelmed. Too much work. Post-COVID, what I'm noticing is there's a symptom of too much work. Oh. Because people have been laid off, and we know right. about that. Uh, and headcount is yes, not yes, being yes, replaced. Yes, yes, yes. Right. And that means that one person who used to do maybe one and a half person's job is now doing two and a half person's job, wow. or maybe even three. Quiet because, hiring. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you talk about quiet quitting. So there are some people who are there not really yeah. doing their part. And so the other ones kind of have, have to, to replace up. yeah and and it's not like targets are shifting <laughs> and, and just going off the back of that again we, we talk about um what covid has done mm. i guess part of the stress that might be caused in the workplace is the 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 humdrum or the the, the getting to work and back from work the, the commute <laughs> yes. and also the work-life balance so yes uh, why what i'm trying to get at is working from home became such a, a big thing. Yeah, and People are quite stressed about the fact that they have to go back into office right, as well. Yes, right. yes. And really, I think the, the really nice number that the companies are trying to get to maybe is 3, 2 or 4, 1 where there's at least one day at home uh, where people can have that flexi time so that they can attend to certain things in, in the background. I think people appreciate that in terms of work-life balance mm-hmm. as well. Does that go a long way to alleviating the stress? Do you think that the, the working from home aspect or is that just a small part of it? I would say, okay, if you are in a very stressful place and there's lots of deadlines that may alleviate a little bit you know but of course if you have certain conditions at home for example some people are sandwich generation right so young kids yes. elderly and and now you know we have an increasing elderly population which yep. shuffle them then that would definitely help because they can't take so many leave to go for right. checkups and stuff like that mm. so yeah it depends on your individual situation I think and your workplace conditions very enlightening indeed mm. uh, we're going to be continuing this chat on Facebook so do join us there it's 1FM 91.3 and when we come back Sean's going to give us three takeaways about workplace discussion for employers and employees okay that is next we have actually a message here mm. uh, from one of our uh, yes, listeners yes. Uh, Jameson who's saying uh, my wife's working in a bank uh, who reports to her immediate superior. If she doesn't like the person, she'll make that person's life miserable, especially if she's Ooh. in a bad mood. Everyone will get hell from her. Oh, oh dear. In such circumstances, what can my wife or her fellow colleagues do? Everyone finds it very stressful working with such oh, a no. superior. I really dislike work situations where you have to go in and you have to ask the people in the office, what's the weather like? Referring to your boss, whether yeah. or not the boss is in a good mood. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. really, really stressful. I feel for her. I feel bad too. I, I think from uh, what I would do is obviously it should be surfaced if possible. I know it's not always easy, but some, there needs to be a record of, you know, you having a conversation and bringing it up. But I mean, aside from that, I would also say, you know, draw boundaries. Sometimes when you're exposed to such a situation, you might start to think that there's something wrong with you. Like we can never get it right. Nobody gets it right. And that's very unhealthy to start, you know, having it being self-blaming. So by drawing boundaries, what I mean is, you know, okay, this is what 
her expectation is at this point we can't meet up to it but it's because she has set something that's too high for us to meet for example right. or it could be really understanding that there could be projection in psychology projection means the person had a really bad day is uh. having a lot of stress and it's now projecting onto me and it's not, not necessarily anything to do with me. And why I say this is that it's really important to distinguish that boundary. And a boundary really is a space that belongs to the other person and a space that belongs to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but because of the dynamic and the hierarchy, sometimes we take that person's space onto us yep. and think like, oh, she's not happy with me. Is something wrong with me? Wow, wow, wow. Right? So I think that's really an important uh, distinction and of course to, to the people who's all working together sometimes um, it's really making sense of hey what are we here to do right let's try and get what we can done together as a team so rather than fight each other since there's already something really heavy on top sure. um, you know try to work together and try to you know take on one piece at a time yeah so uh, having a little bit of that bigger purpose could okay. help yeah but of course I would say if if it's really bad and you're experiencing like disrespect or you know any of the toxic Work environment pieces yep. that we talked about, like yep. uh, exclusion or you know the bad language or even you know just blatant rudeness or, or controlling behavior. Then I would say, you know, really have a think about whether this place is where you want to continue oh, being. Right. HR, yeah. HR. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but surface it right because <laughs> yeah. if you don't, nobody knows, and if nobody knows, then it's their word against yours. And and in the hierarchy, it's going to always in yeah. some way. Go that yeah, way, go right? That way. So yeah, bring it up somehow. Well, thanks, Jameson. I mean, it's it's good that good you, you are bringing these up. And, and I'm sure and, he's not alone. And there's a lot that of people who feel like, like yeah. you know. Um, a lot, I think a lot of our listeners could probably identify correct with that yes, sort of problem. Yes, and, and you know, so much of my work nowadays, and I just recently completed a project with a bank on compassionate leadership. Oh, yeah, and really trying to bring thing. compassion to leadership. Okay. And I'll tell you one thing is that it's not easy for the leaders. Yeah. To be right. compassionate. Yeah. It would be, yeah <laughs> What's you know, that word again? It, yeah, <laughs> it's not easy because sometimes they themselves are under a lot of pressure. Uh, sure. There's a lot That's of a KPIs point. they need yeah. to hit. And so That's when true. I talk to them, um, they tell me, you know, I really want to help my staff, but yeah. sometimes I'm just trying to keep my own head afloat. Mm. And ah. so, which is why I'm telling Jamison, look out for projections. Sometimes it's they themselves have thousand and one things on their sure. mind and right. they just happen to be easy targets, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe you can share with us about, you know, some key takeaways. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so what, what are your three t- key takeaways here between, say, discussions between employees and employees? How can we maybe open up those channels of communication? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So if you're the employer, I would, you know, start with check-ins. If you have regular meetups with your employees or your team members, have regular check-ins and say, like, you know, how are you? How are things going? Right. For those of you who are a bit more daring, I would say ask your team members to give you some kind of a feedback. Yeah. Because feedback can be mutual. It's not just you going to them, but they come to you and it's kind of a learning process that you can do together. Um, and if you are the employee and you're experiencing workplace stress, and I'll say aside from downloading the toolkit, <laughs> yeah, is, is to number one, be uh, aware of what are some of your symptoms of stress, acknowledge those symptoms, and then uh, take small steps that would help you to alleviate or self-soothe, whether that is um, deep breathing, going for a walk to... to to uh, help your nervous system whether Shopping. it's talking out to someone <laughs> shopping <laughs> what? yeah but do something you know sometimes we just acclimatize to it mm. to the point where we think it's normal mm. yeah. and that's unhealthy yeah so you know if you're comparing to left and right I would say focus on yourself other people probably have different conditions at home sure. and in the workplace right and for you you are also a different person so watch your response cultivate your response so that you can shift the outcome. 
That's great. That's yeah. very practical tips indeed. Mm. Thank you so much, Sha'an. Such a wealth of knowledge <laughs> there. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, our listeners have benefited from this conversation this morning. Remember, there is an ebook that Sha'an has on stress. Uh, once again, it's at. Uh, yes, you can head on over to bit.ly slash stress MGT toolkit, all in one word. And it's very easy to download. Just put in your email address, name, which corporate or school, and download just like that. Boom. And it's, it's yours. free. It's free. It's yes. free. Yes. Thank you so much on behalf of Singapore. We're very <laughs> grateful. Now, if you ever need to find out more from Sha'an or to get in touch with her, you can head over to happinessscientists.com or their IG, same as well, Happiness Scientists, or even her personal IG at Sha'an Yeo. Thank you so much, Sha'an. Thank you for having me. The Bright Side with Carol, Lavinia, and Shazad. Every weekday morning, 6 to 10 a.m. on 1FM 91.3.